This is the Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. Today, I came home after a somewhat trying trip home via several trains because we had some issues in Perth tonight. And I found my yarn box had been delivered by my lovely postie who leaves things quietly, surreptitiously behind things for me at my front door. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to do an unboxing? This is my first unboxing. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, an unboxing is where somebody unboxes, yeah, unboxes a package and has a look at what's inside. And I think it's traditionally done on YouTube. You can watch people unpack all kinds of things. It's its own genre. It can be quite useful, though, if you get a flat pack or something and you're not sure you have all the pieces, go and look under the unboxing for that particular item. But I think people do it for collector's items and things. Anyway, I'm doing it for my yarn box package because this is my very first yarn box and I have no idea what's inside. Hopefully, it's not too horrible. <laughs> Otherwise, this could be awkward. My yarn box has arrived in an actual box, yarn box on the top and on the sides, which is how I knew it was my yarn box. And on one of the sides, it says, caution. Yarn inside may cause extreme happiness. Well, that's a big promise. Uh, the other thing that's really interesting is that my box passed quarantine. It was opened by Australia Post for inspection by quarantine. I am now opening the box. And I have a nice little note here that it was opened for inspection by biosecurity from the Australian Government, the Department of Agriculture. So they were screened by the Department of Agriculture, which is actually not the drugs department. Okay, there is also a little postcard. On one side it says, Iris Shreer's gorgeous cable-edged shawl is now available online in your Yarnbox account library under the Lux tab. Because I have a Yarnbox Lux. And on the other side it says, each winter as snow begins to melt away, I can't relate to this at all, we look forward to the spring season. The transition from cold white landscape to the bright colours of spring flowers and foliage is something worth celebrating. This March, we've combined forces with our friends at Art Yarns to bring you another spectacular yarn box shipment. Right, I'm not going to read the rest of what is inside. I'm going to peel away the white tissue paper. <gasps> and I have silk mohair from Art Yarns in a, I would call it light lavender. Okay, so there's silk mohair, which is 60% super kid mohair, 40% silk, which I'm actually allergic to mohair, and two skeins of merino cloud, 80% fine merino, 20% cashmere. That's very pretty. And that's sort of variegated purples. Underneath my yarn, it's a gorgeous little tin from milkandhoneysoap.com. And it's a lotion bar. Mm, and it's lavender smelling. That's very pretty. And some stitch markers. Oh, yay. Stitch markers. And a nice little postcard from the lotion bar. Might take some photos and include that in the show notes so you can see what I actually opened. Four spectacular skeins, two hanks of Art Yarn's newest base, Merino Cloud, are complemented by two hanks of feathery silk mohair in a coordinated colour. The three colourway pairings included were inspired by the push of fresh flowers through snow. And I'm guessing that I have to go online to find the pattern that goes with this Lux shipment. 
Um, I didn't know what colours I was going to get because this is the box that my husband stalked online and ordered for me and he had to select the colours. And he said, oh no, I hope I chose the right colours, but he did okay. Quick update on what I have been working on the last week. I am supposed to be working on knitting some teeny tiny little things for a fundraiser. And since I'm procrastinating on that, because that is how I do things, I am working on a shawl that I had been procrastinating on and had put aside for several months. The shawl I am working on was an MCAL Mystery Knit Along. The pattern I was using was Edith's Secret, which was published by Marinade Designs and was paired with a Lorna Laces Soulmate yarn. The shawl was designed for the Downton Abbey Mystery Cow 2015. The shawl used two skeins of Lorna Laces Soulmate in two different colours. There was a limited edition Edith's Secret, which you could pair with one of five other colours, and it was hosted by Jimmy Bean's Wool. I looked at that yarn, the Edith's Secret yarn. It was so, so pretty, and I really, 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 really wanted it. But if I wanted to start the project at the same time as the knit along, I found out about the project too late to actually get the yarn shipped to me in time, and I thought, hi, I have a massive yarn stash. Surely I can find something similar. And this was the exercise that reminded me that a yarn stash could be a really, really good thing because I decided to do this project at the last minute and I was able to pull everything out and go through it and find something appropriate and then tie it together with a second colour that was appropriate. I actually started this project in, in two different colours. I still have them attached on my Ravelry page so you can see the colours that I started with. They did not work together as a pair. So I ended up having to sub them out for something else. I am not actually convinced that I like the colours that I have used, which is Yarn Love Elizabeth Bennett, which I bought because of its name, uh, in the colourway Fairy Tale, which I also bought for its name. And I paired it with a brown variegated yarn that I suspect I bought from Lisa Souza, but I can't remember. It was just actually a cake of yarn that I've had previously skeined up and not used. And I don't love, love, love it. It's quite thin. I think it's possibly lace weight. Well, it might not be lace weight, but it's a lot lighter than the yarn love. And I think it's going to work, but I can't say as I'm loving either of the colours. And I'm also not loving the pattern. So I actually went to quite great lengths to obtain my catch-up for Downton Abbey because I actually only ever watch Downton Abbey when I'm on Emirates flying to or from a science fiction convention. I have no explanation for this. That is just exactly what's happened. So for the last couple of world fantasy conventions and then last year's Worldcon, I've basically caught up on the latest season of Downton Abbey. It's actually the really most perfect show to watch when you're stuck in an aeroplane for eight hours and usually I have some knitting with me, usually it's a pair of socks. On my last trip I was juggling a nine-month-old. It was problematic because the television would not pull out if you had the bassinet set up at the front of the aeroplane. So I could either have the bassinet or I could have my television. And when I had the baby sleeping in the bassinet, I could pull out my television at a 45 degree angle. And I, yes, I was totally watching TV at that angle because that's how desperate I was. Anyway, I did not finish that season and that was last season. So I managed to chase up 
that season to rewatch and then was hoping to get to the current season as it was airing in the US. And the way this hit along worked was for every new episode that came out of Downton Abbey in the States, there was a new clue to the pattern. So the thing with a mystery knit along is everybody's knitting a pattern and nobody knows what the pattern is that they're knitting. That's the mystery. And you get a clue at a time and you knit up the clue and then you come back. I quite liked the only having to knit a clue at a time. It meant that I could work on other things as well. I found each clue to be maybe a day's worth of knitting, a day's worth on a weekend worth of knitting. And I knit all the way past clue three into clue four and found that for some reason, even though it's actually a very straightforward pattern, straightforward leaning towards boring, clue one and clue two are pretty much the same except that the interchange between the two yarn colorways is at a different interval. And basically every six or eight rows you increase two stitches three times and you also and then every other row you increase two stitches at the edges for the border and then you just knit the reverse side is not a particularly interesting pattern and I'm using patterns like that to increase my efficiency of knitting because I want to knit faster so I knit faster and for some reason I had like one extra stitch at the 313 stitch row and then it goes to lace and you can't really fudge lace with an extra stitch and then I think I tried to tink back a couple of rows to see where I'd gone wrong and then I just had no idea where I was up to and so I had to frog the whole thing which I did on a car ride frogging's excellent in a car ride and then just could not bring myself to start over again uh, until I had something else far more pressing that I needed to knit and then I was like oh yes I think I'll get back into this so I've been knitting this quite casually as we've been watching Once Upon a Time season two and managed to get into clue two and then I've just last week I've finished clue two and clue three and now I as of last night am finally back up to where I was and I will tell you that I had to pull out most of clue two again this time I do not understand how such a simple pattern can be so hard to keep track of stitches. And I've been counting every single row. I haven't really been enjoying this project, and now it just feels like a battle of wills. This sure will be conquered. There's only six clues, so I am very close to the end. I think I'm about to approach the interesting lace at the edge of the shawl. I've had sent to me, I don't know how many updates because there have been errors in the pattern, and so I actually feel a little bit like, well, it's kind of good that I wasn't knitting along because now I've had the erratum. This was my very first mystery knit along that I've ever done. And I'm not sure the control freak in me really enjoyed having no idea and no real confidence that we all knew where we were going. I suspect I will be finished this shawl by the next episode, in which case I will show a picture. I'm not even sure I'm in love with the colours. It's been kind of a disappointing journey. You've been listening to the Champagne and Socks podcast, a twice-weekly podcast of all things craft, dropping Tuesdays and Thursdays. You can now subscribe via iTunes, leave a review if you like, join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week. Email me at champagneandsocks at gmail.com or find me on Twitter as Champagne Socks. I'm over on Ravelry as Girly Jones. Also find the Ravelry group, Champagne and Socks. Finally, photos and links for this episode can be found in the show notes at champagneandsocks.com. Speak to you later.